Zeef, Gungan Detective. Captain Worm of Ithor. Zavix, Jedi Master, Philanthropist, Playboy. Narset Jin, Jedi Sorceress. And I'm GM Lurch, everybody else. And this is Star Wars, showdown on Iceball Stage. Hello there. Good evening. GM Lurch Lurchington here again with another episode of Star Wars, showdown on Iceball Station. With me as usual are our players and their characters. The Bendu as Narset Jin. Hello there. Dan as Captain Worm of Ithor. Hey. David as Master Zafik Silverstar. Hey. And our host, Kyle, as Zeef. Hello there. Gentlemen, if you're ready to see if the Force is with us, let's roll Destiny and begin. One dark side. Oof. Another two dark sides. Ooh. Damn. A, a uh -oh. fourth dark Come side. Come on, Zavix. Oh, yeah! The Force is with me, gentlemen. Oh, Five God. dark sides. Dude, Every it's been with you. Everything's coming up Ben Quagineros. <laughs> looks like the, uh... <laughs> looks, looks like, uh... The Salvax are going to be a little more hostile than I had originally anticipated. And the Remnant might or might not take to being rooks as handily as you'd hope. Spider, on the other hand, is probably going to be exactly as ornery as you had feared. Zeef. Uh, so, gentlemen, last time we were here, things progressed for at least part of the group. Uh, Narset went on a shopping date and bought some armor, and then did a piss-poor job of sewing it to her robe. But she gets the stats for it anyway, so that's all right. Uh, Zavix teamed up with some of the other expats and handily divested the Imperial Remnant of quite a pile of credits, and then found out a little bit more about this whole race he's supposed to put on. Uh, also learned the identity of the mysterious pilot whose mere presence at the expat club brought all these revenant jarheads here in the first place. It's Griff Halloran, former Imperial Ace, and now famed racing pilot. Zeef and Warham did a mild bit of torture back at their place. Uh, and with Stomper's assistance, got uh, <coughs> not really any more information about the Karkaro brothers than they had before, but this time they didn't kill the guy. So they've decided to bring him to Spider down in the city by the bay. Uh, we rejoin our ostensible heroes, Zeef and Warm, with a groaning, binder, barely conscious Warm stuffed in the backseat of their V-35 courier as it races across the icy highway and into the city. The city streets are thick with workers from several of the shifts that are currently out at the factory. Uh, they have far more workers than they need so that they can work round the clock with no stoppage. So there are always extra hands about here in the city. Probably why there's so much downtime and many amusements. You pass Arabic signs in neon and Hutties ones as well, advertising all kinds of low-grade sin and vice as you pass between the tall towers where the workers up at the volcano factory and the gas work spend their nights or their days when they're on the night shift. You reach the heart of the city where a three-story wall of green stone, all imported at great expense from off-world, years ago marked 
the border of the Hutt Cartel compound. There pl there's plenty of foot and even some speeder traffic in and out here in the late afternoon. And you see that many workers who are here getting ready to begin their evening are heading up towards wide steps that lead into the main building of the compound, uh, their barrack for all of the off-world guards and thugs who work as muscle for Vork and Spider here on Iceball. Off to one side, there's a large hangar for Skiff and some fighter craft with a huge landing platform on top for Vork's yacht which is currently away, because he's off-world on business. Uh, you see that Spider's glistening black land speeder is parked off to the side towards the front of the building, where it can be brought in, around in a hurry. Uh, and you're able to find a spot to leave the speeder if you wish to dismount uh, and enter the compound itself. Misa got a bad feeling about this one. So you got your rifle and you're just... Frog marching. I'm not. Uh, I am not. I'm not wielding the, the rifle. I have. I have yeah. it slung on the shoulder, like in. Shoulder. A, okay. In a in like a passive position. Like I'm not. Getting this guy ahead of you. I'm not like coming in like this. I've just like got it slung. I've got okay. probably both hands on the quarren, I think. And I don't know. Am I the only one dragging him, or is Warm got his other arm? No, I, I figure I got one shoulder. You got okay. the other kind of. Okay. Okay. Cool. Right. On each side. The um, the press of bodies of workers making their way in to begin an early evening. Well, the sun's just starting to go down, so it's about time, damn it. Give you a burst once they notice the rifle and the binders, and there's enough space for the pair of Gamorians lightly steaming in the cold ice ball air that are flanking the massive open doors to the compound. Take notice of you. And waddle forward brushing aside the workers in their path, nearly stepping on a short-statured Celestian uh, as they do and stop in front of you. They squeal in their closest approximation that they can make to Hatties. Uh, what's going on here? They gesture over to the other side of the compound. You know that the bounty hunters turn in over there. I was going to say, I'd like to make a uh, charm check on these guys that uh, that uh, this is uh, somebody that their boss, Spider, is really going to want to meet. Oh, failure, three advantage. Okay. Three advantage, though. So, so he goes... So he does not want to let us in, correct. but... Um, Got any ideas there? So he's not gonna just like let us in, but maybe with three advantage, he uh, maybe maybe he comms like somebody higher up or something that uh, he goes. We got, we, got, we got somebody out here. That there's some bounty hunters out here. Someone come over here and deal with them. And they say, "Go, go stand over there." Uh, and the workers file past you, and you stand out in the cold long enough that you each have to make a hard. Resilience check. Okay. That's a bad one. Warm, you're going to take four strain. Okay. Zeef, you're not. Sweet. Good thing you wore your jacket. Mm hmm. Um, you are lightly covered in a dusting of snow. By the time the yellow and red gank bounty hunter stomps out into the snow, 
and glares at you through the slits in its helmet. He goes, Zeef, what are you doing here? Why didn't you call Spider? Why do good friends have to call? I got something for him. Why don't you just go tell him to let me in? He looks at the quivering Aqualish next to you and he goes, Yeah, all right, come on. And turns and brushes his way through the crowd. Heads in through the wide corridor. As soon as you enter through the archway of the entrance of the main compound building, the temperature reaches what some would call habitable level. The humidity turns from falling, frozen water falling from the sky at all times of every day to what is absolutely pleasant for you, Zeke. And by the time you are down the long winding corridor into the first of many wide domed rooms that make up the interior of the main building here in the cartel complex, Zeef, you're ready to take off your jacket. And honestly, you've never felt this comfortable in your life. You're from Nar Shaddaa and then you came here. Right. You're, you're in a swamp right now, Nice and humid, more up his the alley. The first thought that crosses your mind is why you've waited this long to take Junior or Spider up on their many invitations and come down here because you have never in your life felt so at home in your own skin as you do entering into these rooms. Plus, the environment around you is of being on Narshada. It's a nice cantina vibe in here. There's a band. You're here in the outer bar. There's a weapon check on the wall where usually anything larger than a sidearm would need to be placed in a locker for a receipt or a coat, you know, anything, you know, that you sure. don't want to carry in the bar. But you and your bounty hunter escort scroll right past. But there's not no violence here. Everybody's working for the same boss. There's no factions. Everyone works different shifts under the same foreman at the same factory, under the same hut here. There's none of the factionalism that got you into trouble back at home. Right. And you wonder, Fishtown's nice, but maybe this is where I should have been. You're led through the first room into a second larger room, a vast room. Along the far wall, there's another archway, and there you see a raised dais with dim light and curtains drawn halfway across. You imagine that's where Vork would be seated, were he on world. Maybe not this early in the evening, but certainly later. Instead of passing through to the third of the outer room, where you hear the sound of games, tables, and machines, you're led to the side of the dais, back through smaller corridors that branch to an office. You're stopped outside the door. There are some seats here where you can sit with your back against the warm stone in the pleasant humidity. And the bounty hunter leaves you there for long enough for you and warm to have a few words while he goes in and speaks to Spider. The quorum has been dragged, bumped, bounced. He was mildly harassed on the way through the outer bar. He slumps against the wall and rests against the floor with his legs extended against the corridor as the door to the office closes. Uh, Zeef's not going to sit down. He's going to choose to lean against the wall, waiting for our appointment. We're waiting for someone to come and get us. Yeah, Worm would uh, kind of uh, drag the uh, Worm up onto the bench and then kind of like hold him down with like one hand, like kind of on his shoulder, like keeping him down in his seat. So and you then got I think like the bailiff job. Yeah. 
I think you would uh, as Seif. Uh, so uh, how do you want to how do you want to play this going in? We're gonna do what we came here to do, but be ready for anything. Like I said before, Misa right. got a bad feeling about this one. Okay, and uh, I think Warm would kind of uh, yeah just tap his uh, his utility belt, you know, where he's got his his weapons holstered, and kind of yeah give him a little side eye that yeah he knows what they may be getting into. I have a uh, so this is gonna sound dramatic, but I have a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> You it's, do. You have. You have a so you're saying, you're it's saying not the last a, plan is Vallejo Organa? No. So it's not Every a frag grenade. I do have a frag grenade, but I have, like, it's called, like, a spooge grenade or something. You have a spooge. glop yeah. grenade. Glop. A glop spooge. grenade. <laughs> a glop grenade. So I have a glop grenade. Can I remotely trigger it? Can I, like, stash it in this little plant pot in the hallway? So if, like, so he calls can... for backup, I can glop him in the hallway? You can, with a mechanics check, you can set a grenade to go off later or when triggered by a comlink. You have to make a mechanics check on the device now. Okay. Without looking at anything, I'm going to say it's going to be hard. Can, can I see that, blows that you up. Thief is about to, like, you do something you, with your grenade? He's doing and it like, right in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> grab it out of his hand and be like, what Absolutely. are you trying to do? How? Yeah. Woo! So, Zeef, the bomb has been taken from you. <laughs> and uh, so I think uh, Worm is going to be like, what are you doing? Do you want to make a roll, Zeef, to keep your bomb? No, no, that's fine. You let I'm him like... snatch it. You're used to Worm snatching things from I... you at this yes. point. Yes, and, you... and I also, I also do recognize. Yeah. yeah, I've learned to release. This is a safety <laughs> snatch. Safety snatches are okay, Z. Safety snatches. I've come to realize that it's for my own good. I've come to realize that it is for my own good. So, so uh, he 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 hears that, or so I'm assuming Ziv is going to tell him what he's trying to do to to trigger this. Yeah, to talking grenade. like you know, just like the in case. Grenade. Yeah, slow down any reinforcements. So I, I do yeah. have a tool belt, and I know you know other stuff. And stuff. right, so. I'm helping, but I'm like little kid helping. Like I'm just sort of holding the light and holding the flashlight for you. <laughs> Working on explosives with well, this is the upgraded this is the challenge. Grenade, right? Yes, this is the glop. The whole point Absolutely. is we're not trying to yeah. kill any of these hut people right. because worst that's going to have far-reaching implications. Worst case right. scenario is that Spider opens the door to see you guys covered in spooge <laughs> while the Quarren is legging it away. Will being covered head to toe in spooge reduce our ability to negotiate? Yes. <laughs> yes. And movement. It decreases movement. Well, the, uh, the Quarren is right next to us, right? So he would get hit if no, we if this thing. Might. Goes I'm out. saying worst. Worst True. Case I guess if we get a it's not a it's not a big hallway. It's got yeah. a highish ceiling though, right? Somehow so like... it hits both of you and not him, <laughs> and right as Spider walks out. And I wasn't even oh, like thinking I... that like if Spider like if the Corin runs, we glop him. It's like if this is a double cross of any kind, and Spider calls for a goons to run down this hallway towards us, we glop them. You are you very are successful. very paranoid. Your other GMs are not like me. So yes, you are you are very successful at firing this grenade to go off with whatever kind of fucking device you want at this point, Warren. You know is this I now mean? permanently affixed to the wall? Like when we leave, can we quickly sort of disable and take you it can back just with grab us? It. Okay, yeah. cool. I'd yeah. say with four success, we can get it back pretty easily. Dude, it's it's right. Sabine Wren. You can you yeah. can throw it. You can stick it to stuff. All right, so you rig up a grenade on the wall in just in case of emergencies. Um, 
hidden not quite behind a potted plant so that the glop will go everywhere. Um, and uh, once you're done with this, uh, the door whooshes open. The gank bounty hunter is standing in it. Uh, he walks out, grabs the corn roughly off the bench, and pulls him off to the side so that you guys can precede him back into the office. All right, let's head in there. Okay, yeah, follow him in. All right, Spider's office is long with a high ceiling, many potted plants. Uh, Warham, now you feel quite at home here. Spider has recreated, not the, he's turned the swamp outside into truly a jungle uh, in his office. Large potted dwarf trees are just tall enough to stretch their branches across the ceiling so that the lights built in above filter down between the leaves and patterns on the floor that are moving. The walls are lined with shelves. One side, screens, some displaying information, some displaying feeds from within the compound itself. The other side, rows of tanks, each a terrarium of different biospheres with small creatures within. Why don't both of you go ahead and make a perception check as you come in. All right. Um, as you make your way across the room, your feet occasionally crunching a falling leaf. There are two plush chairs seated there. And across the massive desk, uh, there are a couple more terrariums there on the desk. Uh, one is a miniature jungle. The other, water with a large frog sitting on a lily pad. Across from you, reclining in a four-armed, high-backed chair, is Spider. He's tapping two of his hands together. A third is holding a drink. And the fourth is stroking just below his large fangs, which click together happily as you sit down across from him. He says, Thief, what is it? Do you not want Junior to get a signing bonus. So Zeef pointedly takes, you know, plants a hand on the on the quarren and just sort of like shoves him down to his knees like as if presenting him in front of the desk and says, Junior didn't say please. Spider chuckle. He goes, I thought you already told me everything you know, Zeef. Maybe we should tell you everything I know. Not everything Hisa knows. And then I gesture to the quarren, like, why don't you meet Misa Palo here? I'm sure you two would have, have a, a lot to talk about. Have a seat, Zeev. Let's talk. Make our friend comfortable on the other side of the room. The gank reaches down past you, looks over at you through the slits in his helmet as he hauls the horn back to his feet, drags him down, and plants him in a chair in the, on uh, the far end of the room. In the brief moment that our eyes meet, I wiggle my eye stalks at him like this. <laughs> Just, 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 a, just to gauge an ex, just to gauge a, a reaction from him, just like wiggle, wiggle. There's an exasperated grunt from underneath the helmet. That's what I thought, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he stands there cleaning between the joints of his left hand with a small screwdriver during the rest of the conversation, keeping an eye on the corn. Zeef gestures um, over to Warm and says, "You remember, you remember Captain Warm, as I as I take my seat. As, I say right, this as I'm ahead. taking my seat, like gesturing right. for him to come and yeah. sit down next to me. Like, yeah. he's part of this. You remember this guy? Like, 
again. Spider spreads his hands out and he goes, I know everyone who steps in my web, Seif. You're here at the 11th hour. Now that your old boss is finally making a move to accept an offer I've been making for a year and a half, Seif. Now that the Karkaro coming, you want to play nice. We could have been playing nice for a long time. You gave me that name this morning. That's all I need. We're going to deal with them. Why do we want to deal with you now? Zeef's going to negotiate with Spider to try and... He is a hut major domo. See if I can get him to reveal something that he actually like needs from us still. Well, so here's, here's, here's how it goes. Zeef settles into his seat. The corn is dragged away. Spider says, It's the 11th hour now, Zeef. Your old bosses are coming. They're going to gobble you up, and then we're going to deal with them. Now you want in. As you get ready to launch your retort, the perception check that you didn't make earlier comes into play. And as you settle down into the chair, a spider with an abdomen approximately the size of a medicine ball drops from the branches above and lands in your lap. Eight legs, each about two and a half feet long, and then wide around is your wrists where they enter the body. A wobbling red abdomen like a sack full of jelly brushes past your face as the spider spins around to stare at you and plants two legs on your chest. Oh, hell no. Pinching at your jacket. <laughs> no, no. Spider goes. He likes you, Zeef. <laughs> I like you too. That's why I've kept asking. Call your pet back, or he's gonna like my boot. Okay, so you're gonna make a coercion check yes. against Spider instead. You have a potentially poisonous spider in your face. Mm-hmm. So you do not succeed, and with three threat, the spider. Detecting the anger in your voice, hisses at you, and the gentle pawing of its claws on your chest turn tight. And you take three to strain as okay. the spider digs in with the claws. It leaps agilely off your lap before you can make good with any sort of threat. Skitters across the desk quite clumsily, actually. Weird, I understood you. And then clambers, it's a pet. It understands people's tone of voice. And clambers over into Spider's lap, where it makes itself comfortable. And he begins stroking its carapace. He says, You don't like my pet, I'm sorry, I thought that was your nephew. <laughs> <laughs> you Gungans are so funny, Zeef. You're very funny. He's going to make a coercion check back. Okay. Against you. That's weird, though. A spider having a smaller spider is a pet. They're like the same thing. (laughs) Three success and a despair. Oh, we lost Dan. The despair was so hard. Yeah. So successfully, he leans forward and he goes, You're so funny. Funny little frog. He opens the terrarium with the toad in it. Well, we get to spend the despair, though, right? You guys do get to spend the despair. I get to spend the success and describe that. How do you want to despair? And then I'll rework the scene. Well, no, no. What were you going to do first, I guess? So he's going to... Well, he he dishes out the strain. He's sicking a toad on me. The way he's planning to 
intimidate. You're such a funny frog. This is what we do with funny little frogs. He reaches into the wet water terrarium on the right side of his desk where the massive toad sits on its lily pad. He snatches a smaller frog out of the water of the terrarium and dangles it by one of its legs for his lap spider to gobble up in front of you. But there's a despair in there somewhere. So maybe he leaves the top off and it fucking tips over and fuck, you know, the frogs get out or whatever, you know? Can I, I, I uh, play the despair? I actually have a, I have a really good idea, but it might be ambitious and too much for a despair. So let's hear it. Gun I feel like, I feel yeah. like Gungans, Gungans have a pretty good Especially relationship with narrow. fellow amphibians. And I feel like I could totally save him. I wasn't going to, well, that'd be great. But no, what I was going to do is I was going to like throw some pheromones to put that big ass toad into heat real quick while he's sitting right next to spider. And it like humps his arm. It starts humping him or humps his pet or something that's really embarrassing in front during this negotiation. Well, so the big toad is in the tank. Yeah. So, so he. So I could like. You want to make that toad horny? Make the toad horny, and, and then he's gonna up. like try and start climbing out of there, trying to like either climb onto the the okay, pet or so spider. We've got an, an ornery toad situation now. <laughs> Cane toad. Okay. Despairingly, his toad is now ornery. I did not think I was getting into a fucking Pokemon battle with uh, the spider today. Spider casts spider. Frog, I choose you. Zeep uses frog. Yeah, frog converts into horny toad. The to the toad is now ornery, and ornery toad has entered the playing field as a player in this narrative. Thanks to the, the despair, it is ornery. It is horny. It don't want to be in this cage. No mo. This um, should be streetwise. This should but be. But you're almost. You're you are almost done, though. You're at twelve of thirteen strain, and yeah. when you hit fourteen strain, Zephy got to take a nap now. Can I so, take a maneuver to well, recover strain? He just, he like at any point. He can't effectively negotiate anymore. Is how. Right. He can't. He can't it, play. He's it like just sitting there. And he's be, like, it wouldn't make sense for him to be knocked out. No, but, but he'll be yeah. like, Look, I can't. Yeah, it's like, it just too can't. Too much for him. I'm at a loss for words the if I get one more strain. The way yeah. the way Kyle feels rolls over into Zeef, and Zeef also <laughs> no like... longer has any way to deal with this, and just becomes paralyzed. Like my my distinguished associate Warham is going to handle the rest <laughs> of the negotiations. <laughs> Zeef just locks up. He's like he's like Zeef just pulls his phone out and he's just like, "Yeah, fuck this." Yeah, Repio Repio hits his limit. Repio hits his strain limit all the time. I. Excuse me, if you're not going to need me, I'm going to shut down for the rest of the next little while because I've only got a strain threshold of eight. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I need to recover them shits all the time. Uh, yeah, so Spider spider reaches in, grabs a frog, dangles it, and his lap spider messily eats it in front of you. Uh, you notice the big red toad sitting on the lily pad in the terrarium start to get his legs into a bit of a more comfortable position underneath himself as Spider sets the lid back on, but he's distracted by his pet, and it doesn't set quite right. It's just on top. It's not sealed at this moment that Toad's getting in his leg. But Spider looks at you and he goes, Zeef, war's coming, right? Your boss is Karkaram. They operate on Narshada, that's fine. Everyone operates on Narshada as long as they don't try to get too big. If you try to do other deals in our space, 
He's got to work with us. If they're going to work against us, there's going to be a war. You need to pick a criffing side, Seath. Come work for me. You want me to take care of your criffing friend? We'll call him a hiring boy. But you already gave me that conversation, Seath. Akaro's coming in a week and a half. In a week and a half, there's going to be a war. You can be in the middle, or you can be on our side. I don't think the sharks are going to take you back, buddy. He settles back to let you make your decision, while you've still got a strain threshold. How about Warum steps in at this point? And, that is uh, perfect, because Zeef uh, is, is not going to... I've only Zeef got one point left, so you better, yeah. He's not change his position, yeah, so, and he's uh, going to go out. So Warum, now Warum is the time kind of, for you to come in. Kind of leans forward and uh, says... Uh, well, Spider, I know that uh, you've been asking for a while now, and we uh, we we deeply appreciate your your offer. My uh, companion here has been deeply considering it, but uh, deeply. This independent son of a bitch. <laughs> you know he he values his independence greatly, but uh, we're hoping that uh, we might be able to be more of an asset to you if uh, we were able to uh, move around a bit. And uh, you might be able to uh, come to some agreement uh, as far as getting my ship out of the docking clamps uh, that have uh, been placed on it. I know that I have some cargo that your masters would be very interested in when they return. So He says, I know, I know about your cargo, Warren. I know you're trying to use it to buy a load of fuel from Vork. The web stretches all the way down there to the docks, too. It sounds like a sweetheart deal, baby, but that's the kind of deal that Vork's going to want to make. And as soon as he gets back, I'm sure he'll love to make it. But if we're going to war, we can't have any independent sons of bitches who might muck things up. I know Zeef doesn't want his name on the roster. He wants to be able to keep his operation. So why doesn't he go over and talk to the guild instead? There's a scoff from the back of the room where the gank is working on his forearm now. Bounty hunters need transport. It's a job that needs to shake a leg. Maybe then I'll think about lifting the landlock. But um, I need to put a pin in you, Zeef, one way or the other, before Vork comes back. I've got a list, see, and I need to tick a little box next to every item on that list. He uh, looks at uh, Spider and, and says, well, that's a, that's a generous offer, Spider. But, uh, like I said, we, we value our independence, but, uh, what if we were able to, uh, come to an agreement? Uh, I know if you said there's a war coming, and, uh, wars tend to be expensive propositions. Uh, and I know the Hut's pockets are deep, but that's the kind of thing that could hurt even them. So what if we, uh, were able to solve the problem of your upcoming war in a agreeable manner? without too much involvement from your esteemed personage. Would that be uh, an offer that you would consider? Big die hand. Successful triumph. triumphant success and advantage. It's Spider's life. Dragon. What? Spider goes. <laughs> so Spider grins and goes. Well, seeing as that was going to be your first job, anyway, you accepted the offer. All right. Go ahead and handle that for us. He motions to the back of the room for the gang to haul the quorum, quorum off somewhere, and then reaches into the desk with another hand and places a small stack of 
pressed bars of hut space hard currency. At a quick glance, with a banker's eyes, he would say that it's maybe 1,500 credits. And he goes, Put some sharks ahead. We'll release the land on. But don't go too far, Captain. I was serious when I said Vork wanted to make that deal. Now why don't you boys make yourselves comfortable? Don't rush off back to the other side of the bay. Have a drink. Maybe enjoy the play. You've been here, what? Five years? You haven't stepped through the door, what? Make your stay worth the while. He begins filling glasses from a drink set to the left side of his massive table. Please spend your triumph on more. Well, that's what I, do you have any ideas yourself about things that we well, could? Well, I'll give you that upgrade for the. For I was going to say that we could though. we could ask Spider um, for like a single person fighter craft to borrow to take out the Karkaros on their way into Narshadah, just blow them out of the sky. That's a good idea. Yeah, because we could like, let us let us borrow away. a Z ninety five headhunter or something. Or what, for about the bounty. One, what about one without um, a hyperdrive? Because yeah, be, they're uh, they're real big, scary, but so not if we blow them up in a transport. Like, so if like. we so if they're not <laughs> afraid says, that we're gonna dip out. I mean, he could put it, he could remove the hyperdrive if he wants, so we could just use it locally in Narshadah space, since we know uh, in Iceball space, since Iceball we know space. he's coming here. Like, we don't need to go anywhere in it. If your whole plan is to just put a hit on their transport, you finger the transport for us. I'll have the ship take him out. I've got my own pilot. So we're not going to get the triumph for that? He's not going to give you a ship now. He's not going to give okay. you a starfighter. But he did say that if use. you find but he'll out give you that. coming in, he will send it yeah, out. If, if yeah, you, but he also said do... he's got ships and he's got pilots. So secret message received. We'll get a ship from you. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. You guys have a starfighter race that you also need to be thrown by this party and you need some other pilots. So, yeah, you know, you think the cartel's not going to want to beat the uh, the casino's about, uh, ace in the Starfighter yeah. race on Iceball, the first ever Iceball open. That's some street credit. How about um, how about just like a boost to all future dealings with the cartel? Would that be acceptable then? Not like a downgrade. Yeah, you can have it be a. You can have it be a. Interact with or or a boost. Yeah, you can have it be a. Just like a. Okay, so boost whenever we have to deal with the cartel. Like if we if we encounter Junior, he's been like ordered to give us whatever we need, kind of thing. Yeah, you're officially well, to accommodate us working. as much as he can, kind of. Right, thing. right, a boost right, right. isn't a boost isn't super powerful. No, I just mean yeah. like when you when you yeah. take the quest and then you meet up with the contact, he's like, I've been told to give you some help, so here's the intel, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how they'll treat us. In They're future. more inclined to you because help us. my boss told me I have to. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's fair. I that's fine for me. Yeah. Then, I'll I'll give you an ongoing boost, but not a not an upgrade. Um, okay. all right. Uh, what else do you got for the spider then, Zephy, before the encounter ends? Well, I, my thing was that I was gonna try and I was gonna try and suggest that we oh the fighter the okay, fighter, yeah. but that didn't pan out, so I've got nothing right. else. Well, yeah. you guys get both get to roll either your cool or your discipline against nothing, and then you recover as many successes as you generate strength. Bro, I need yeah, to go and get a new soda after that one. That was like watching. That was like listening to a Law and Order episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, if I only recovered one fucking strain, I'm at 11 out of 13. I'm just gonna take a yeah. nap for the rest of the thing <laughs> until I'm you back to zero. You go and find like a quiet gonna corner. Nap and look in the, the hell with no? I don't. No, fuck the hut and compound. I'm going to the speeder. I'm just gonna sleep at the speeder in the back. parking lot. <laughs> He's 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 okay. exhausted, and I'm like, this is I don't have tactical readiness. I'm not down with this. So he goes to take a nap fight. somewhere. You make your way back out through 
the Oh yeah, I pick up the glob grenade on my way too. But I don't Central keep it. Yeah. I drop it in a random trash can somewhere in the main lobby. The band is just starting to really jam. Uh, as you make your way out, there is a weak way on a synth bass guitar, funking it out as you make your way out into the smaller outer bar through the winding passages they get colder as the air gets drier and the humidity begins to turn into ice crystals oh, on the um, surface of your jacket. What happened with the Quarren? Uh, the Quarren was dragged off he was by that dragged gang off by the hunter. He was, okay, so he was given, okay. He was given to a different one. You make your way through the fallen snow against the tide of factory workers making their way into the bar and then uh, park yourself in the speeder in the parking structure. Warm, are you staying or are you going? It's um, lovely here, man. It is, but... Uh, yeah, I would have stayed if like, I wasn't almost dead. Like, feel free to It's hang the end out. of the day, narratively. Yeah. This session is True, like the third I, I or fourth Warm session is, of is, today. It's too nice so. of a guy and... Like, to party he's while Zeef great. Is, like, well, out he's like, yeah, and he's just he's grateful to Zeef, and he's not gonna just like ditch him in the speeder, and you know he's gonna take it home. Okay, so, fair enough. Yeah. So you guys head back. The camera follows you in Zeef's wake out to the speeder, and then pulls back as the speeder makes its way into the city, and eventually through and back to Fishtown. To be continued.